Welcome to the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. Today's episode is a special episode because we are gearing up for the holiday season. If you're listening when this podcast episode goes live, this is the week of Thanksgiving here in the U.S. I don't know, every year it seems that Christmas is coming earlier and earlier and earlier, which is always fine by me. But this year it seems like people were celebrating Christmas even before Halloween, which is crazy. Now, as much as I love the holiday season and I love Christmas, it can be a little bit of a crazy time of year. I mean, you think about the normal expectations and the things that we're trying to balance as working moms, but you add on to that all of the responsibilities that come with Christmas and making it special and gifts and parties and dinners and like all of the things, right? It just adds that much more. Plus, as a working mom, we have all of that year-end stuff that we have to prepare for. Not to mention the kids are out of school a whole lot more this time of year. And if you're like me, if you've listened to this podcast before, you might be able to tell my voice does not sound normal because this is the time of year that sickness comes. (laughs) I'm just recovering from a cold, which was not the funnest way to spend my weekend, but I am somewhat on the mend and I was determined to record this for you because you need this stuff going into this time of year. So this episode is a Your Life Rocks holiday sanity edition. So let me tell you a little bit about what that means, especially if you're new to this podcast. So the meaning of Your Life Rocks. If you've ever heard that story about the professor that has the jar and he has it full of water and sand and then he's trying to put these bigger rocks in there and there's no room, like it's overflowing and making a mess everywhere. And then he starts over again and he takes that same jar and he puts in the big rocks first, then the pebbles, then the sand, and then the water. And all of a sudden, it all fits. Well, that's what Your Life Rocks stands for. They are those life rocks that go into the jar, the things that matter most, those priorities in your life. And for us here at Your Life Rocks, there are eight of them. One is your faith, marriage, parenting, career, health, home, finances, and lastly, friends and fun. And we truly believe that when you focus in on those eight areas of your life and you build systems around functioning at your very best in those areas of life and really living into God's will for each of those areas of life, that is where you find balance. It's also where you find joy and peace and ease and all the good stuff that we all want. So normally on this podcast, we dive into one of those eight areas of life, helping to equip you, to give you the tools and resources you need to build strong in that area. Now today, because it's a special episode and because it's the holiday sanity version of that, we are going to be diving into each of those eight areas. Now I will say this episode is sponsored by Life Balance Membership and inside Life Balance Membership for our members, we have a holiday sanity course. We have a module that's going to walk you through getting in the right mindset so you can really center yourself around joy and peace this holiday season. Then the second module is all about time management, how to work in time for all of these extra things, these great things that come with the holiday season. We'll also have a module in there about how to incorporate God more into your holiday. 
plus just a ton of extra worksheets for your budget for all of those other little extra things and a lot of tips and tricks to help you have the most successful, however you define success, holiday season ever. Now, if you're not yet a member of Life Balance Membership, I invite you to give it a try. You can try it for free for seven days by going to lifebalancemembership.com. Now, the course will be available separate from the membership as well. However, I invite you to just check out the membership because one, you'll save a lot more money by doing the membership. Plus, you'll be in there and geared up ready to go into the new year as we launch a new course all about setting goals that align with God's will. So it's a great way of diving in now so that you are ready for the new year and you can really live into life balance in 2018. And I will say, if financially the membership or just purchasing the course is not something that's available for you right now. It's just not a possibility. That is okay because we have episodes that go live every Tuesday and every Thursday and every Thursday episode starting next week, we'll be touching on some of the topics that we cover inside of the course. So you'll still get a little bit of it. You just won't get all of it. You won't get the worksheets. You won't get the tips, but I still want to make sure that you feel supported as we go through the holiday season. So if you haven't done so already, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of those upcoming episodes. All right, so we are going to be running through all eight areas of life, and I'm going to just share with you some tips, some thoughts, some things to help you create less stress for yourself this holiday season. So of course, we are going to start with faith. Now, I say this all of the time. When we are talking about these eight areas of life, they're really more related to our habits than anything else. It has more to do with the things we do. So when we talk about faith being one of those areas, know that all of these eight areas are built on that foundation of Jesus. It's built on the foundation of your Christian faith. And so when we talk about faith as one of those eight areas, it's more of like how you grow closer to God. It's more about the things that you do relating to your faith than the foundation of your faith because every one of those eight areas of life sit on that foundation, including the faith category. Now, this is why I say this is because I love Jesus with my entire heart. I pray, I seek him, I want to grow in a deeper relationship with him. That's my number one goal always and will be until the day that I am face to face with him. But when it comes to Christmas time and faith, it causes me so much stress because of the expectation. The expectation of how much am I bringing God into the holiday and how much am I allowing other things to take over the holiday? And it causes so much anxiety inside of me. And I'm just being really honest. Am I doing the right thing with Advent for my kids? Am I forgetting Advent? And my gosh, if I forget a day of Advent, it stresses me out. You know, we do all of these extra things to help us bring God into Christmas, but sometimes it can cause us so much stress that we don't even want to do it. And that's not the heart of what God wants for us. Because Christmas time is not about trying to be extra spiritual this time of year. Really, that faith should be there. We should be celebrating Jesus and what he did for us each and every single day of the year, not just during these four weeks leading up to Christmas, which is a day that we just kind of picked on the calendar. I mean, there are all kinds of arguments about whether we are actually should be celebrating Christmas at all as Christians because there's no proof that that's when Jesus was born. So what are we actually celebrating? What are we actually doing? Because there's nothing in the Bible that says how we should be celebrating Christmas. There is a lot in there about how we should celebrate, how we should love, how we should give, and how we should have peace. And so maybe that should be our focus. 
this time of year, how we can grow more in those areas versus doing the religious acts that sometimes we fall prey to. Sometimes the things that that we feel like we have to do out of obligation. God does not want you to do things out of obligation. He wants you to do things out of obedience and out of love for him. And so I say that not as a tip, but just as something to think about, something to chew on. If you feel like some of the faith acts, the religious acts of this time of year are causing you stress, feel free to pray about it and see if that's something that you should just let go. Now, I will say that there are a lot of things about the religious acts that we do around Christmas time that do draw us closer to Jesus. And if that's you, then by all means, do those things. You know, for me, there's the Christmas music. I get goosebumps every time I hear Little Drummer Boy. It's my absolute favorite Christmas song. And the idea of going to church on Christmas Eve and everyone holding candles and singing together, that is a magical moment that I won't give up, even though, yeah, it's just like this religious thing, but it draws me closer to Jesus and that's what matters. So when it comes to faith this time of year, do the things that draw you closer, not the things that you're just doing out of obligation. I hope that that makes sense. All right, so next we're going to talk about marriage. (laughs) You know, marriage is one of those things I think that sometimes can slip through the cracks really, really easily this time of year because we're so focused on faith stuff. We're focused on the kids. We're focused on the food and the gifts and the decorations and all of those things that we can kind of forget. Like, there's this guy (laughs) in our lives that we should probably be paying attention to, right? And I think the biggest thing is just making sure that you have an open line of communication with your spouse this time of year. Make sure that you're both on the same page when it comes to things like money, how much money you're spending on gifts and decorations and all of those things. Making sure you're on the same page with commitments. You know, you might be a party goer or he might be a party goer and might be saying yes to all of these parties when the other person might not want to go. So make sure that you are in good communication about those commitments that you're making to each other. And lastly about marriage, when it comes to this time of year, it involves a lot of family members. And family members can bring up all kinds of weird stuff, weird emotions. And so just make sure that you're in good communication with each other so that you have that united front. You know, Kimberly really talked about this um, a couple episodes ago in the ways that you can protect and fortify your marriage. And I believe it was in the second part that she really talked a lot about in-laws and and how sometimes those dynamics can really have a negative effect on your marriage. But having that united front really is important and she gives you some tools to help you do that. So if you missed that episode, I hope you go back and you listen, especially if there are some family issues that you feel like, yeah, I need to make sure that we are very much united going into Thanksgiving, going into Christmas, going into whatever parties there are, that you guys have each other's back and that you have that open communication and you have a plan of action in order to execute that elegantly. Speaking of executing things elegantly, that brings us right into parenting. And parenting can be tough this time of year. So this is my question for you. What will give you peace with your kids this holiday season? Will it be taking time off from work, being more present, finding that one gift that you know will make them so excited? I want you to just be really, really intentional and narrow it down and get that one thing done first. And let go of the rest of the clutter. You know, last Thursday we talked about quality time with your kids. And I shared with you three tips on how you could have more quality time with your kids. Or to, or to just 
up-level the quality time that you do have with your kids. And when it comes to the holidays, it's no different. Because this is a time that you might be taking some time off. They are out of school. You have precious time together. But don't waste it. Let every moment count, even if it is just making pancakes and watching Christmas movies in your pajamas. It doesn't have to be this big production, but soak it in. Soak those moments in. Really be present. Look around. Focus on the smells, the sights, the sounds, and create those memories for yourself and for your kids that really, really matter most. Take lots of pictures, take lots of videos, even if you're like, the house is a mess and and there's nothing spectacular going on. But if you've ever looked back at other like little videos, maybe you've taken on your cell phone or something from a couple years ago when your kids were a little bit smaller, none of that matters. You just get to hear their little voice again. You get to see their little faces again. And you know what? They're going to change again. So take those videos, take those pictures, and be fully present with them as you have the time this holiday season. All right, so when I was talking about kids, (laughs) I talked about the messy home. So let's talk about your home for the holidays. You know, it's not a competition. I think that that is mostly what I'm saying to myself as I look on Instagram and Pinterest and see these beautiful decorated homes, beautiful decorated Christmas trees, beautiful decorated mantles, because at the end of the day, it's what's going to give you peace. If you are that person that has that showmanship home and that gives you peace, awesome. If that's you, don't try to be that. You know, for me, just the glow of the lights on the Christmas tree when it's dark outside and something fun in the front yard that when we pull into the driveway, the kids get excited when they see it. That's that does it for me. You know, when I was growing up, my mom was one who decorated the house fully, amazingly, Pinterest worthy. And we had like the soap dispensers and the towels and like everything Christmas. I mean, we had special Christmas plates that the regular plates and dishes would go away right after Thanksgiving and we would have Christmas dishes until New Year's. (laughs) And sometimes I miss all of those little extra things, but it doesn't give me peace to, to do all of that, to acquire all of those things and to switch all of that stuff out. And if that does give you peace and it brings you joy to be able to do that, then by all means, go for it. Good for you. The other thing I'll say, and this kind of ties back up into the parenting piece, is I used to direct my kids to do projects. Like we used to do holiday crafts just to keep them busy, gave me something to do with them. But then the house was full of these kids stuff that, you know, I kind of made them do and they didn't really necessarily always want to do it. And then I felt guilty about throwing their stuff away, but it cluttered up the house and that did not bring me joy. I do not like clutter. And so I had to make that intentional, conscious decision that we will make cookies, we will make pies, we will make things that you can eat, but we will not make crafts because they come home from school with enough crafts. And when they come home from school with crafts and I'm making crafts with them, the house does get full with all that stuff. Now, if you can throw it away without guilt and you love making crafts, awesome. That's not me. (laughs) So I had to make that decision. So whatever that decision needs to be for you on how you can best have peace with your kids this holiday season, go 100% full throttle in that direction. Plus, all of those kids crafts and stuff can start to cost a lot of money, which brings us right into our finances. Now, this is my pitfall this time of year, is I will plan all of the gifts, I will plan what we need to buy for decorations, I will plan the menu. But as soon as I step foot in the store, I go crazy spending money. I see the cute little things that I think, oh, this will be great on top of that gift to have like a little gift 
as a decoration on the gift. They don't need that. They don't want that, but I buy it anyway. I end up buying too much food. I end up buying too much decorations and I spoil people with gifts. I love to spoil people with gifts, but that doesn't always bode well for my finances. Now, the last couple years, I've sat down with my husband and we've made a holiday budget. And inside the Holiday Sanity course, you have access to my my budget. That way you can kind of see the template. You can put in your own numbers and work out your own plan. And as soon as we come on an agreement on how much money we're going to spend for the holiday, we take all of that money out and we put it in a separate savings account. Now, we keep our credit card at zero every month. We we charge just about everything on it, like gas, groceries, and then we pay it off every month. When it comes to the holidays, we use that card just for holiday spending. And then every week as part of my weekly planning, I go into my banking app and I look and I see where am I at with the balance? How much money do I have left or how much do I have in the savings? And then I'll transfer. So every week I'm paying off the credit card. And when that savings account gets to zero, I can't spend any more money. So every week when I do that, I ha- it forces me to look at what I have left to spend financially versus how much I have left to buy <laughs> to, to get the gifts and do all of the things. And so it keeps me honest. It keeps me on track. I know some other women that do cash, cash only. They put all of their money for the holidays into an envelope and they only spend cash for what it is that they need to do. Now, I do a whole lot of online shopping, and so it's hard for me to do the cash system, and so I've worked out my own system. But make sure you have some kind of system, that you're not just going into the store, buying things, getting home and being like, oh my gosh, I spent so much money. How how am I gonna explain this to my husband? How are we gonna get through the holidays? Now we gotta borrow money from our savings account. It causes so much extra stress when it doesn't necessarily need to. So really be intentional about your finances this time of year. And speaking about being intentional, let's talk a little bit about your health. Now we have a great podcast episode coming up um, with one of our health experts to really help guide you through some tips and some guidelines on keeping health as part of this time of year because there are so many cookies, there are so many indulgences around every corner, but if you're really intentional about it, you can still do it. I know for me, the biggest thing this time of year is mindset. Mindset is always everything, but especially this time of year when it comes to my health because I can be very much all or nothing. And as soon as Thanksgiving comes around, it's like, you know what? This is special food. You don't get the rest of the year, so you might as well eat it now. And that's what always gets me in trouble because it's an all or nothing mentality. So why not have Christmas cookies with your coffee for breakfast? That's not healthy. That doesn't do me any good. So here's my one tip for this area. And I started this last year. Someone had given me this recommendation and it was brilliant. It's so simple, which the best tips always are. But it got me through the holidays feeling great. And it's just to pick one healthy habit that you're going to hold on to through the holiday season. Choose not to battle with food this year. Choose not to battle with the Christmas cookies or the cheese plates or the whatever it is for you. Just choose one healthy habit to hold on to. It might be making sure you get your water in every single day. It might be eating vegetables every single day. It might be continuing to journal even journaling the Christmas cookies, (laughs) but decide for yourself what that one habit is that you really want to hold on to because it's not worth it to throw all of those healthy habits out the window for a month and a couple weeks just to come into January feeling miserable and defeated and have to work really, really hard to reverse the damage that you've done. All right, and this brings us to our eighth area 
of life, our eighth life rock. And it is friends and fun. We kind of combine those two together, even though they don't always go together, meaning sometimes you have fun by yourself. That's totally cool too. But for the holidays, you have to decide what matters most. Love people how you want to be loved and balance the yeses with the noes. Because here's the thing, some of you probably need to say no more and others of you need to say yes more. I am, I kind of fall into that category of needing to say yes more. I have a very high tendency of saying no when I'm invited for things because my schedule is very full. As much as I try to leave margin in there and leave white space in there, if someone wants to go to lunch, it's hard for me to just say, yeah, let's go tomorrow or today. I really have to plan it out a couple weeks in advance in order to move some things around and make it a possibility. So for me, this time of year, I'm going to try to practice to say yes more to my friends. Because if I invite someone out to lunch, I want them to say yes. If I want to get together with someone and celebrate the holidays, maybe meet for coffee, I would hope that they would say yes. So that's what I mean by loving people the way that you want to be loved. I love it when people think of me to send me a note or a text message. So I'm going to do that for others. And that might not be their love language. And if I know what their love language is, then I will try my best to love them in that way. But it's sometimes hard to know what everyone's love language is. So just love them the way you would want to be loved. It might be putting together little Christmas goodie bags and dropping it off at their doorstep or sending them a Starbucks card via email or text message to say, hey, I know we're both really busy this time of year and can't get together, but here's a cup of coffee on me. Think of me when you get it. But find little ways that you can really love on your friends. Develop those friendships in a deeper way this holiday season. And when it comes to fun, what brings you joy? Think about when you were a kid. What did you love the most about the Christmas time. And just give yourself permission to be silly, to be joyful, to indulge in the little things that are gonna make you happy. Maybe it is singing Christmas carols super duper loud. Maybe it's watching Christmas movies or making Christmas cookies or just hanging out in the mall, which to me is like my worst nightmare, but maybe that's what you love to do. But allow yourself to find that joy. You know, kind of circling back to what we talked about very first, there's a lot of pressure on us as moms, especially around this time of year, to make sure that everything counts for our kids, to make sure that we are instilling the meaning of the season and like all of this stuff, right? There's just a lot of pressure, a lot of expectations on us this time of year. Because when you think about how many Christmases you have with your kids until they're grown, it can get really sad and depressing. (laughs) Oh, I thought of that the other day and it just made me kind of sad and depressed. But that's what drives us to make it the best time of year for us and for them. When my kids are grown, I don't want them to look back and remember Christmas time as the time that mom lost her mind every year and she was super stressed out. I want them to remember me as the mom who's dancing in the kitchen singing Christmas carols as we're making cookies. So if that's how I want them to remember me, then I kind of have to do that. I have to show that. I have to fully live into that so it can become a memory for them. So I just want to give you permission. Don't worry about what other people say you should be doing. Don't worry about what you feel like you see on social media or um, anywhere else for that matter. Anything that pressures you into doing Christmas in a certain way. You do Christmas the way you want to do Christmas. There's no harm in any of it. And it's just a couple weeks. So make the most of it. Remember, all of these life rocks 
are built on the foundation of Jesus and our relationship with him. Now, one last piece of advice, one last tip that doesn't necessarily reach into any one of those eight areas, but kind of overarching over all of them, and that's about your routines. I invite you that as you go into this holiday season that you keep your routines strong as much as possible. That goes for your morning routines, your nighttime routines, and your weekly prep routines because those things, those become habits for you. And from those habits are the root of so many successes, both at the Christmas time of year and all year around. Now for me, one of my favorite habits is my early morning routine, my time of being with God, giving him the first of my day But it's really about me being able to be quiet and listening to him for obedience, for me to be able to thank him for all that he's doing in my life, and for me to be able to pray for others. And it's when you have that kind of a routine, those habits in your life where you can partner with God for your day, that you can really come before him, that allows you to reflect differently on this holiday season. It's not about the rituals and all of the all of the things, right, that we that we feel like we should be doing. It's truly about just remembering him, about being in relationship with him and communication with him and giving him praise and worship for all that he has done, all that he is, all that he will do. And that brings us to our scripture for this episode. And it is John 1.14, and it reads, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and the only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And that is my holiday wish for you this season, that you go through the season with grace and with truth. Again, I want to invite you to join us in our membership and take part in our holiday sanity course where we're going to be walking through a lot of the things that we talked about on this episode, plus so much more. We have worksheets, planning tools, all kinds of great tips for you to help you move through this holiday season with grace and with your sanity intact. Now, we also have a full schedule of podcasts scheduled for you between now and the new year to help you with your holiday sanity. Now, as I said at the beginning of the show, on Thursdays, we will be walking through some of the content found within the Holiday Sanity course, but it'll be kind of spread out. So if you want to get all of that goodness before the holiday hits, I invite you again to join the membership for that, but we will have that on our Thursday episodes. And then on our Tuesday episodes, we have amazing guests coming on to talk about health strategies for the holidays. We have a career expert coming on talking about how you can prepare for the end of the year for your year-end reviews so you can be in a great position to negotiate for some things for the next year for yourself. We'll also have some guests on talking about the power of holiday traditions and giving. I hope that you stick around with us so you do not miss a single one of these episodes. And as we end the year, as we move through Christmas, we'll have some episodes all about setting goals in a whole new way, in a whole different way than you've probably ever set goals before. I'm super excited to walk you through some of that new content that we have coming. So now is the perfect time to be sharing this podcast so that you can have other people in your life that are following through with the same mindset, with the same ideas, and walking out with some of the same actions. You have some accountability and you have people to kind of talk about with all of the stuff that we are going to be talking about on the show. Now, if you are in the U.S., this Thursday is Thanksgiving. I hope that you have an amazing time with your family and I hope that you find time to rest and refuel for this holiday season. 
Now we will have an episode that goes live on Thursday. It will be short and sweet, but I am sure you're not going to want to miss it. So until then, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.